Hi guys, welcome to Sayake's 1510 Nightly FM. If you're an acquaintance already, welcome back. And if you're tuning in for the first time, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host Sayake and this is the space dedicated to systematic ramblings where I will ramble about a chosen topic of the day but systematically. Since I cannot think of any cute little life incident to lay out a few minutes on, I'm going to jump right into the topic. So, yesterday I ended the episode talking so much about books and the bookmaking process that I decided to make this episode about books. But I didn't want to dedicate it to one specific book because the last book I read was quite a while ago. But I will dedicate half the episode to one specific series. So here's how I will go about it to give you an idea of what to expect from the episode. I will start with the premise of the mystery genre and its related genres, highlight some well-known points in it. Then I will talk about a few elements of it. After which the rest of the episode is about this one specific series I absolutely adore. Let's get started, shall we? The first thing I would like to point out is that though these genres sound similar, mystery, crime fiction and thrillers, they are in fact slightly different. And until very recently, even I used these terms rather interchangeably. But then I came across this really cool masterclass article that pretty much lays down what is what, their differences and the popular elements of of all of them. I'll drop the link on my Twitter account if you're if you're interested to, to check it out. So breaking it down, crime fiction takes a rather good versus evil approach in apprehending criminals or confronting the darker aspects of society and it usually works with law enforcement and and sometimes it bases its works on actual crimes that have occurred which makes the entire true crime subgenre i don't think i've explored this genre enough to comment on it and the closest i came to it would be Gone Girl by Gillian Flynn, but but I think that borders more on the thriller side. The only time I actively looked up this aspect was when I was reading the masterclass article, so I won't be commenting on this. Next, we have the thriller genre, which I guess most of us would have come across at least once or twice. So, thriller is a genre that deals with suspense and will. I will put Dan Brown under this. I've read The Da Vinci Code, Inferno, Deception Point, and and Digital Fortress. And I think I've read more under this genre in manga, but that's not a topic for today. And well, I like thrillers. They're fun, and I used to read them, and I do read them whenever I want to take a break from fantasy. but it's very rare. Then finally we have the mystery genre. This is what I'm most familiar with where the entire story or structure is focused on your protagonist or detective trying to solve a crime or crack a case. Some of the classic examples are Sherlock Holmes, 
Agatha Christie's works, etc., etc. So that's the premise of what the genre contains, and there are there are subgenres under each of them, especially under mystery. You have firstly police procedurals in which stories circle around protagonists who are usually the police or law enforcement and such secondly you have the cozy mysteries or detective fiction like agatha christie's miss marple so it's sort of the mystery you'd read on christmas eve with hot chocolate then we have the hardball detective where it's a little more action oriented or i personally think that i would put jk rowling's novels you know the adult ones the silkworm cuckoo's calling in this category and mm, nah, i don't like this category that much and let's let's not even talk about jk rowling so these are broadly the three broad subgenres under the mystery genre that i have been able to identify but but you'll see many articles on the internet where there are a few more other subgenres but the lines are too blurry for me to categorize so i'm going to stick to this classification and if it hasn't been obvious yet i like cozy mysteries that's my favorite subgenre and i have read hardball fiction and and police procedural sort of works but i'm not really a fan because i find it hard to establish emotional connections to the characters and it's difficult for me to read if i don't have emotional connections to the characters so this is what the mystery genre usually entails so now let's talk about a few elements in this type of fiction that i absolutely love One of the most glaring reasons as to why I resort to this genre is many times I have felt that I'm losing control over my life or too many things start happening that are not in my favor or I just feel overwhelmed with the amount of work I have so in these cases I resort to reading a mystery book because in almost all of the books the mystery is solved and there are no loose ends hanging all the questions are answered and this has become a sort of a coping mechanism if you will i read so i can lose myself in some familiarity and assurance where i know that you know the story will be complete the questions will be answered and everything will be finished so anyway mystery has always been a nice genre in literature and most people or most of the english speaking public would name sherlock holmes agatha christie maybe edgar allan poe or nancy drew hardy boys and you get the gist i think there have been people who have already talked about these books and these cultural icons and the impact they have had in literature so i do not have anything to contribute there and i haven't read 
too much into them either to make an educated comment however i want to bring your attention to one of the closest series to my heart and my most favorite series under the mystery genre feluda so here's how i'm going to tackle feluda first i want to give you a gist of how i came across feluda talk about a few elements i loved with the series after i give you a premise of what it's actually about then proceed to the genius of the writer <clears throat> it all started when i was 12 years old my family loves traveling and every year we used to take trips across the country and india is a beautiful country with a lot of stuff to see for example i've been to delhi i've been to sikkim i've been to west bengal i've been to kashmir i've been to varanasi i've been to a lot of places and i forget exactly where we were going in this specific trip but it involved long hours on a train and there is no constant internet connectivity when you're traveling so phones are basically useless the scenery is interesting but it gets tiring after a while especially if you're a kid so my mother in a stroke of amazing luck had brought with her a small comic that she had the foresight to purchase online and she gave it to me now the first books i picked up that were not textbooks was when i was 10 and those were the sherlock holmes sherlock holmes abridged versions and i liked books but i didn't find them as immersive or i didn't exactly love love them but this book on a train a comic book it was called mysteries of feluda illustrated by tapas guha and it was scripted by subhadra sen gupta based on stories by satyajit ray this comic book sucked me in the illustrations were neat the dialogue was lit the story settings were perfect and that was my first introduction to feluda and my first taste in what a marvelous writer satyajit ray was who created the character way back in 1965 which happens to be the year my father was born in so you can see the amount of gap the time gap i have with the creator so after that comic i came to know that there were a total of six such comics and that the original language the books were set in was bengali so i went and purchased the comics and finished them all then i decided to you know google the author and i discovered that there existed a penguin omnibus edition of the entire feluda stories arranged in chronological order for the first time with two volumes in english i was able to convince my mother and snag the first volume and i devoured it that i think was the start of the period of my life that i call the reading phase my mother who had had her interest peaked as well followed me into finishing that book but then i wanted the second volume 
and my mother stopped me there she put some ridiculous condition that but 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 my best friend the one who texted me about the k drama i was talking about yesterday she bought it for me as a birthday gift and honestly that's one of the best and sweetest things anything has ever done for me and holy smokes was it worth it i have over the years read those two big omnibuses more times than i would like to admit because i have a long list of books i haven't touched yet so that's the story of how i got into feluda stories so now let me give you a small premise of of the stories the stories are set in an episodic form and each episode usually involves quite a bit of traveling so we have a wide range of settings for the mysteries to take place from calcutta to chennai to london and even hong kong the first story was set in darjeeling where the narrator topshe is a 13 year old boy visiting darjeeling with his father on a holiday and he seems to be really close to his 27 year old cousin who he addresses as feluda and his cousin as in feluda is an avid reader of mysteries so he kind of thinks of himself as an amateur detective they meet a nice gentleman called rajen babu who was sent an anonymous threatening letter the story proceeds to capture how they try to catch the culprit this is more or less the format of how most of the stories proceed with feluda being offered a case or stumbling upon a case and him trying to solve it with topshe being a faithful narrator you can see the influence of sherlock holmes here because topshe acts in the form of dr watson by being the faithful sidekick and being the one documenting feluda's cases you can also see that in a way feluda's deep respect to sherlock holmes is also heavily hint- heavily mentioned where there is even a fleeting moment in london where feluda visits baker street to pay homage to holmes so like even in the series feluda is a huge fan of holmes now let's talk about the elements i love and i'll try to keep it short because honestly i can keep talking about this series for hours so firstly I want to talk about the narrative styles. One of the biggest ways I enjoy books is by narrative styles. The more unique or ingenious or immersive the style is, the more I love that book. And this series has very very clear language and very very simplistic sentences. Of course, I'm talking about the English translation which I'm afraid would have barely captured the essence of the original. But yes, The narration by Topshe establishes a strong emotional investment and it literally paints pictures in my head. He talks about crowds in London's streets and I'm able to picture it though I have never been there. He talks about the Ajinta caves and I can picture it though I've never been there. It's not even that he goes into detail about the surroundings or settings uh, like I don't know J.R.R. Tolkien. It's just that if he did i think that would distract me greatly from the stories but he has found a perfect balance 
between going into detail about the surroundings and focusing entirely on the plot and that balance honestly leaves a sweet tang secondly the dynamics so the third character was introduced in the series from the issue of the golden fortress mr lal mohan ganguly who is the opposite of everything feluda is he is a clumsy writer who acts like a bumbling fool and he gets his facts majorly wrong so the friendly bantering dynamic established between the three of them is refreshing and nice to read and you feel like you are a part of the gang one of the best strokes according to the introduction of the omnibus that i wholly agree with is how the reader is able to see themselves in topshe which is honestly one of the greatest achievements any author can boast about thirdly feluda feluda or felu is the nickname of topshe's cousin called pradosh chandra mitter who is not only an absolute genius of a man cracking cases he has a host of other abilities ranging from martial arts to card tricks to wielding a revolver but he's also topshe's older cousin thereby resorting to occasionally teasing him picking mistakes and engaging in friendly banter usually when you read about genius characters and such there is this element of superhumanness involved but it's absolutely not hard to imagine feluda being your typical older cousin who sometimes acts over smart or and this aspect this aspect of how easily i could imagine feluda to be my older brother or cousin was what i can absolutely say still keeps me going back to the series fourthly another interesting aspect is that if you read the episodes chronologically you can see the growth in feluda's character as he grows up and he becomes more and more famous across the country for his profession his range from an amateur detective to a professional one is fantastic in one of the episodes he even shows topshe his first business card which was a really nice addition and i'm glad the author inculcated this aspect of the growth into this mix fifthly the mysteries are pretty interesting at least according to me since feluda is an is the first indian detective series i came across i never bothered to explore more into that context like i i haven't read any other indian detectives but personally the involvement of mysteries ranging from temple statue robberies murders family drama professions treasures mysterious diaries on the whole i found a wide variety of mysteries to chew upon in fact this series affected me so much like all of the elements i've mentioned above affected me so much that i ventured to write my own detective series with a sibling duo set in chennai and i think you should be thankful that it never came into picture so those are the five broad reasons and elements of why i think this series was so enjoyable so touching and still is so close to my heart now let me tell you about the genius of the writer satyajit ray so if you look up satyajit ray on the internet or if you're from india with a better world knowledge than me or 
if you've been super interested into film set in those times you'll see or you'll know that he was an award award winning filmmaker and critic he's very well known even internationally for the appu trilogy and he also restarted his grandfather's magazine for children called sandesh however from what i have gathered reading the introduction in both the omnibuses by gopi majumdar the translator is that ray was also an exceptionally good writer while i may not be making a wholly credible statement here because i cannot read or understand bengali based on just the english translations but i must agree because even if not all of the essence is captured in the translation i think some of it must have and based on the 35 published stories starring feluda based on the amazing reception it it received in in west bengal back then and based on the ability of those stories those characters to captivate readers like me even today yes i think satyajit ray is an exceptionally good writer it is mentioned that ray was extremely interested in mysteries and for and for for children so he kept in mind throughout the series that he wrote firstly for children which made him keep all the stories clean so as to say while i'm not against the aspect of romance or spice in detective novels it is somewhat of an achievement to stress that and completely avoid the involvement of any of those elements and honestly the inclusion of romance i find it to be a little bit distracting from the plot itself from what i have gathered from the introduction even adars used to read feluda and it led to many of them asking for some spice in the stories however ray addresses this in one of his stories the mystery of nine where in the opening pages feluda addresses the audience of in in a very indirect way saying that topshe writes the stories only for children and he cannot satisfy the whims of every reader I think that was a stroke of genius. One of the lasting impacts an author hopes to have is to lead a mark with the work they deliver and though Satyajit Ray will be remembered for his films and his other great works he will also be remembered by the children whose faces lit up whenever a new story released and he will be remembered by people like me who have caught a glimpse of his writing over the huge gap of years and language in fact even now when i first joined my college and got into the literary club the first question i asked was whether anyone had read feluda and when i say i found kin because of that i mean it so that was the discussion for today and i'm so sorry i couldn't upload it on time but there you go this was sayakel's 1510 nightly fm what should we talk about tomorrow